What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 259 of the Geeks of the Race podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? And this week, we're geeking out about game preservation. Our first look at Shang-Chi and TV shows inspired by video games. Uh, it be, be lots of fun. I think we'll just we'll just go right, right into it. Uh, what video games have you guys been playing? Go ahead, LJ. Okay, um... So I mentioned last week that I was getting back into Avengers, mm-hmm. and uh, I kept playing more of it, and I finished Future Imperfect, which is the Hawkeye uh, campaign, Okay, and cool. uh, that was really cool because it's related with a lot of future stuff. Uh, in the trailer, they teased Maestro as well, so he's like the big boss of that campaign, which was cool. Um uh, there's a lot of neat stuff going on in there, like old old man Hawkeye and stuff like that, and uh, yeah, that's cool. More more in depth on like actually getting to know the character of Hawkeye, because I only know Hawkeye from like the movies really, and I feel like you never get enough time with him as a character in the movies. He's not and snarky so, enough for me in the movies. Right. Um. What they do well is I think what they led into with the movies a little bit was uh he carries a lot of guilt and a lot of like. And he kind of beats himself up a lot. And so there's multiple times where Kate's telling him, like, stop it. You know, don't do that. Like, you know, and so I, th- I think it's really neat. Like, it's this strong character defect he has. And uh, it makes me want to read the comics more and kind of get to know Hawkeye and Kate Bishop a lot more. Because they're just characters I'm like, they use a bow. What's so special about these characters that use a bow? Uh, when there's all these superpowered other, you know gods and humans and things like that so it's really got me interested in wanting to know about about them more so i'll probably try to do some reading on them someday um cool the other thing that i've been playing is Fortnite, but more so uh i was involved in a little special live stream with uh with uh lemphilia and the rest of god games and geekery which is a devotional podcast that that he does but also, like, that's part of Lem's job because uh, uh, he works for a company called Life Promotions. And so, mm-hmm. like, he basically makes a podcast and, like, streams as a part of his job. So that's that's a sweet Ooh. sweet gig, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, and it's all ministry. Uh, I love that. So we had a uh, – we did a live stream from 4 to 7 last Thursday, and that was super fun. Just a, a bunch of Christian communities getting together and just having a blast and – it was super cool. Uh, a lot of fun. My I face hurt by the end of it. <laughs> it was, it was great. We did some team rumble, which is basically like, it's like team deathmatch for Fortnite. Like, anytime you die, you just get to respawn back in the circle. Uh, so it was just pure chaos. Um, so yeah, uh, that's kind of what I did. Uh, I, I guess I'm always playing Fortnite, but it was definitely a, a special occasion there. Cool. Mm-hmm. How about you, Shelly? Um, I've not been playing anything new, but I would like to get into new games, so I really um, put the grind on Fire Emblem Three Houses recently. I'm actually currently in the middle of the very last battle um, in the church route uh, in Fire Emblem Three Houses. So it's still really fun, and 
Part of me wants to just jump right into the last route after this because there's four of them and this would be my third one. But I should take a break and uh, <laughs> <laughs> play something else or do something else. Uh, I still want to play Persona 5 Strikers and I haven't yet and those other games I need to play. So, but yeah, that's what I've been doing. Cool. I've, I've kind of done something similar uh, to you recently. I, I, I didn't list it, but... I started getting back into Red Dead 2, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't need to be doing this because I have other games in my backlog that <laughs> right. I should be getting yeah, to. Yeah, it's hard. And it's a game like that where, <laughs> like, I I fell in love with this game all over again through this playthrough, which is awesome. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, I, I need to do other things, and I can't really play more than one big game like that at once, right? Like, I've put over 200 hours in this game, yeah. and I just, like, I need to put that attention somewhere else. And anyway... Yeah. yeah, that's like uh, for Red Dead, uh, uh, that was my most played game probably two almost two years in a row because I ended up putting oh, yeah. like a hundred or so hours into it. And I'm like, I could easily do that again, but I shouldn't. Uh, I should go back and beat the first one since I never beat the first one. Yeah, it's like all the time I was putting into Hades before just got transferred it to three houses, <laughs> right. which will get transferred to another game. I just like, I can't really play more than one game at a time, I'm realizing. So yeah, that's that. I am still streaming Amori though on Tuesday, so that's, that's cool. Fun. Cool. I've kind of stagnated myself, and I'm kind of mad at myself for doing so. So, yeah. I haven't wanted to play a new game or buy a new game until I've beaten Valhalla. Right. But Valhalla on the PS4 has gotten so buggy, and a friend of mine brought up, he thinks maybe it's just because I have such a, like, your inventory gets bigger, you know, there's more data in the game as your map gets bigger and there's more going on, that yeah. it's just going to load that game down, and so on an older console, it's just it's just slow um with so much data saved yeah and that kind of makes sense um but it's getting to a point where it's really kind of a drag to try to like load uh and it takes forever. like you can literally talk to somebody and the game will start loading to talk to someone oh wow yeah so it's gotten really bad so in my mind that I was does like, happen in fire Emblem three houses but it's also a nintendo switch yeah <laughs> so it's very expected it doesn't really slow the game down nearly that much so but That's yeah good. i heard valhalla is so hollow sorry valhalla can be a little bit weird sometimes yeah it's <laughs> a little a funny clips a little laggy uh, even like if you get it the the bird i can't remember its name uh if you go too far away then it'll take like a good minute to load up after you've Ooh. left the bird and that should wow. be like an instant thing like i've forgotten i can't remember things in a minute uh, <laughs> yeah that, and I, I guess that it comes with uh that was a cross-gen game too so that's one of those games that they had to make for technically like six platforms if right. you include if you include like the pro versions of last gen and include next gen it's so it's so crazy so this is kind of where i'm at is i am in a position now where i'm looking for a ps5 right. i'm ready to buy it yeah. and i got so close the other day i was oh. in playstation's queue yeah um and they were sold out by the time i got through like so even though i was in the queue still sold out Oh, Every single also... time I've looked into it, I, I just give up so quick because I'm like, this isn't going <laughs> to work. Definitely look for at, uh, Walmart and Best Buy as well. I had success with Walmart with my Series S. Cool. Um, mm -hmm. I, and Yeah, so I, I would definitely look into them. There's accounts out there you can follow. Um, right. That, yep. that Like Wario64 especially is one of them that, uh, that update every time those go live, so. Well, I'm going to keep my eyes out because the plan is get the PS5, finish Valhalla on the PS5. Yeah. And then, um, like with my brand new PC that I haven't really played much on, get Game Pass. 
and yeah. uh, I should be playing a lot more. But right, like I said, I've kind of stagnated myself in doing so because now I'm like just waiting for right. uh, to get a hands on this like impossible mythical console <laughs> uh, that I've never seen in real life. So does it really exist? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Can confirm it does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someday someday i'll get my hands on one it's like try to catch a legendary pokemon it's just uh, hard I, I i knew this was gonna be a struggle for a little bit i just didn't realize it would be a struggle for so long same and, like there's so- still so many people out there who have ps5s like i have a friend who has a ps5 and that sort of thing but it's like i i just would think it'd be a little bit easier at this point and the fact that's still not easier is mind-blowing to me which is i think like we could have bought one uh, around the time that it came out, and we we're like, no, we put that money elsewhere. We can kind of wait, um, and so yeah. now we have another opportunity to do so. And I was like, by April, May, we should be the console Maybe. should be coming out by then. And it's uh, like they are getting restocked, but they still just get taken scalpers up so quick. Sold and I'm like, what are these scalpers <laughs> doing? Like, what is so- their job so that they like? I understand, like, half their job is probably just selling, obviously, but it's just, like, right. even the fact that they're able to invest so much money in the initial purchases, I'm like, and the time, like, I don't know, like, well, I and you would think man, that they'd be but, buying enough now that there'd yeah. be enough in circulation that they couldn't make that much money. But I, I just, I don't know, I don't understand. I just what? want to walk into a GameStop and buy one. But yeah. that's probably not going to be another thing for a year. What's even more awkward is that uh, I didn't put it in the news, but recently the PS5, I guess, was considered like the most, it was like the most units sold or most money, or I forget, it yeah. broke some no, kind of that. record. I saw that, the Switch out. Yeah, so uh, I'm like, so I'm like, it's so dumb though. It's, it's so dumb because it's like scalpers are making that happen. Yeah, so absolutely. at the like, end of the day, Sony uh, can just be like, whatever. You know, like they don't—they don't have to care because they're making the money. Right. I'm I so will mad. say, I, I'm, this is really cool of them um, for the PlayStation. Like, when if you buy it through Sony, um, mm. I had to have a PlayStation account. Yes. And yes. it was one per family, which I think everyone's doing one per family. But the fact that I had a PlayStation account was pretty cool too. It yeah. was like, you know, that I'm a fan if I've done that much to like. Yeah. It, it had all your info and your shipping info already when you sign into the account. So, yeah. And it makes you wait in a line too. So that helps. So anyways, long story short, uh, TLDR, <laughs> I'll play video games again someday. Um, it's just going to be a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll find some mobile games to play in the meantime. Uh, <laughs> we can get into the gaming news. Cool. Uh, first piece of gaming news is that the Resident Evil Village uh, showcase happened on the 15th. Ooh. And uh, that's getting people more excited for uh, Tall Lady Vampires. Um, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, most importantly, they've uh, they've added new things. Like um, there's a demo for uh, all platforms now. But the demo times are very sketchy and how long you can play those, which is weird. Um, the thing I'm excited about is, is uh, there's the Mercenaries mode is coming back, which is almost like an arcade like side game they have in almost every Resident Evil game uh, where you kind of have to like try to speed run it, but you also get like power-ups and ridiculous stuff uh, to do. They should um, make a dating sim mode. No. <laughs> <laughs> not not for me personally. I'm not let me throw that out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying it would sell a lot. Of, the internet uh, 
yeah, the internet definitely has a weird obsession. Right <laughs> yeah. Now. Um, yeah. Um, they added another story trailer uh, for it. I, I'm not even going to watch any of this stuff, but I linked directly to the showcase because I'm going to play it day one. Like, I played the Maiden demo, which was like a tech demo kind of. It was no story at all, uh, really. So it's like I'm, I'm going pretty much in the dark on this one. Uh, one time, a uh, NPC attacked me in a safe, like in a safe spot. Uh-huh. Uh, I saved the game and I turned around and he killed me. And uh, I don't think I've touched Resident Evil since. That sounds like a Nemesis, maybe. It was the one it's... with the town. You go like you're in a town almost immediately. Oh, like Resident Evil Four. Sure, I don't remember. It has been a while, but I had Wiimotes, and I flailed the Wiimotes, and I fell back in my chair. Because you don't attack people in a safe spot. That shouldn't be a thing. I was so freaked out. That, that sounds like Resident Evil 4, especially if you played it on like the Wii or whatever. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't do well with horror <laughs> games. I flail real bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, this, this is exciting. It's kind of the first big game of May. We have a lot coming in May. Uh, so I'm excited for this, and um, a, a lot of other people are. So... Also, I was slightly confused because I thought this was like a PlayStation exclusive because they marketed it so hard, like with PlayStation, and apparently it's coming to everything. So oh. uh, that's exciting. Uh, so yeah, this looked good. Cool. Uh, the other piece of news, more uh, PlayStation related stuff, yeah, is that uh, they have decided they put this on the on the PlayStation blog earlier that they will not be shutting down the. Uh, stores for PS3 and Vita, which, which I think is, is cool, cool. But I feel like there should be like an asterisk there and be like, yet, like at some yeah. point, at some PS- point they will have to PlayStation Seven. They're gonna be like, all right, guys, it's time. Yeah, and then all those games are mm-hmm. the digital era is a little scary. Yeah, and I think that's why people were in such an uproar for this. Is just like a bunch of those games you could just never play again. Yep. Yeah. Um. And, and we've talked about this before, I'm sure, in the past, but it's like, technically, you don't even own those games in, in a lot of ways. Right. Um, but also, there's games that are, like, hard-locked onto the PlayStation 3, like Metal Gear Solid 4. You cannot download with with uh, old Solid Snake. You can't get that game anywhere else except for PlayStation. I mean, I guess you could get a disc, but, like, there's games like that and other smaller ones that are locked on these systems and that just have not been ported anywhere else. So, uh, from a preservation standpoint, it's a victory because them shutting that down, like, like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's great that they put it back up, but also like you were saying, it's like, they are going to shut it down eventually. (laughs) Yeah. Like get those games now because they might not be there forever. Yeah. Like, and so for me, that tells me as somebody who like, I wasn't really going to make a big deal about it. Like, maybe like i would have when it got closer but to me that's like okay now that they are keeping it up you should support that and actually go yes use it like yeah so that that has me wanting to get a ps3 and actually playing some of those games that uh, i never like i'd never be able to and a lot of those i'm sure are still on my digital library as purchases so Hmm. it's like uh, I could go back to some of those things that I never finished that are only on those on that platform. So I will throw out that if the PlayStation, if Sony was a little bit more friendly with backwards compatibility, it wouldn't be as big of a deal. Like if I could get yeah. all those games, uh, PS3 games on the PS4 or especially right. now even the PS5, 
Right. Uh, then I wouldn't really care about the PS3 store going down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can't get those games anywhere, like you were saying. Some of them are just locked to those consoles forever. Yeah. Uh, and then there's even, like, a lot of PS1 classics, a lot of PS2 classics that they literally just slapped on that store. Uh, so it's like there's so many of those now that are probably lost the time as well. So I guess my th- my thing is, like, to tell people, like, okay, well, you 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 joined the club and and let let them know but now you should actually go do the thing (laughs) so yeah that's kind of where i'm at with it cool Uh, yeah um the third piece of news uh i've already been telling people to go check out mass effect legendary edition just because it's the new and best way to play these games yeah but now it's got it it's finally confirmed that they have a photo mode yeah and (laughs) for me very specifically that's like that's awesome. Uh, it That's was great. going, it was going to be something I would buy uh, at some point, but now I'm like, okay, that's probably going to be a day one thing for me. Um, and it's one of those things where people on Twitter, every time like a new big game comes out like this, there's people that are replying that are going to be like, is there going to be a photo mode? And I've seen tons of people ask that same question. And so they confirmed it over Twitter that uh, it will have one for, uh, all three games of course you'll be able to use it um and so i'm sure everybody's gonna have their favorite uh romance option there's gonna be a lot of uh thirsty folks on twitter uh, taking oh pictures boy. of their favorite characters oh so, man <laughs> that, that's kind of like a, a good example is uh there's this character judy in cyberpunk i'm so tired of seeing judy photos on Twitter from Cyberpunk. I was Punk. definitely waiting for you to be like, I'm so in love with Judy. No, 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 no. I'm so tired dumb, of dumb seeing Judy. those. Like, I don't know I'm why like, I thought that's what you are going to say. I'm like, choose a different topic. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm over it. I'm, I'm over it. But... <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, I'm sure so, you'll get but... good shots at least. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm an action shot kind of guy. Like I like to get a lot of action stuff too. So I'm I'm sure yeah. I'll get some good combat shots. Yeah. So that's gaming news. Cool. Well, we get into movies then. Uh, I'll yeah. be talking about Mortal Kombat next week when it comes out. I'm gonna see it Sunday. Same. Ooh. I'm excited, but I got nothing for us today. Uh, so go ahead. <laughs> Okay, so I watched a uh, very long title. So It's so long that I didn't fit, fit the whole title on our notes. Um, but I watched The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. Okay, that cool. Is a, that is the whole wow. title. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, it's got Tom Cruise, yeah. Brad Pitt. Uh, it's, got, um, it's got Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Um, it's got Jeremy Renner's in it. Uh, Casey Affleck is in it, uh, plays Robert Ford. Um, Brad Pitt plays Jesse James. Yeah. That is a super uh, good movie. I th- I'm pretty sure it won like some Oscars back in the day when it came out. And I'm pretty sure this was like from like 2007 or something. Like it was, I'm sure it was in the 2000s somewhere. Cool. Um, but it is super good. Um, it's not, it's like, it's crazy because it's set in the Western, Western era, but like it's far from a spaghetti Western. It's very artistic. Okay. Uh, and the reason I watched this was because uh, apparently this movie was one of the big inspirations for Red Dead. And uh, I, I would say there's definitely influences, especially artistically. Um, 
it's a story about obviously the assassination of Jesse James and how he met Robert Ford and the whole events that take place that lead up to that. And so it's, it's more of like, if you've ever played Red Dead, especially Red Dead 2, you know that's a story that just spirals out of control. And that's kind of what happens with this movie. Like, it's just mm-hmm. dark and somber. It's not a, it's not a happy story. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's, so it's two hours and 38 minutes long. But it's one of those movies that it's long, but it also kept me on the edge of my seat. So uh, I recommend it. Yeah. Jesse James, we went to see... Uh, well, we didn't go like specifically for it, but we saw his um, grave. Although people suggest that maybe it's not his grave, uh, there's a whole yeah. conspiracy. And then um, his actually like the farm that he lived on. Uh, we were up there to see some family, and just happened to be in that town. We're like, oh, cool, we'll check this out. Um, yeah, really interesting uh, history there. Yeah, he was assassinated in his house. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and, and the th- the thing I think I might. I might, I think they may be referring to is, uh, and I think they, because they have a narrator that talks about part of the history of it, <laughs> and they said, like, there was, like, people that asked for his body and stuff, and his body was taken around and, like, shown and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. oh. There's an iconic image of his body and stuff like that that they, I, I guess, that that's uh, pretty iconic. Um, and vice versa, they make a note of it that, they make sure to tell you that there was no, histo- there was no celebration of robert ford or anything like that there was no pictures taken of his body or anything like that there was absolutely no like history like made of him like or or dates or like there's never been any autobiographies written because it's like people didn't care because he shot jesse james like yeah. the history of that is so crazy because it's like jesse james is this outlaw but then there's this you know the person who assassinated him it's like okay so what's worse you know right. like it's kind of like Bonnie and Clyde, you think about like these outlaws that were just such heroes to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Jesse James, a little bit racist of a history. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, like he wasn't, and then of course like he was literally an outlaw too. Mm-hmm. Um, like he wasn't like a good person, uh, but there's just people that, um, you know, they see those like cowboy stories. And they, I think they take that western side of things, but you know, the freedom that comes yes. with that and kind of cling to it. Yeah, well, that's like uh, with with uh, Robert Ford. He, uh, and he he meets Jesse James, and he's like, "Yeah, I've read all these books about you and all this stuff," and talks about how much a fan he was. Mm-hmm. And he gets to know the guy, and you know, it, it just spirals. So it's like, it's pretty crazy. Like, yeah. It's a really good movie. Cool. Yeah, well, Shelley, you haven't seen anything this week either, have you? For movies? Nope. Sorry. All right. We can get into <laughs> the movie news. Yeah, we got some exciting movie news. Mm-hmm. Um, so. First of all, um, let's talk first about non-Marvel, because we have two non-Marvels and one Marvel. Um, okay. Sorry. Two non-Marvels, kind of two Marvels. So. <laughs> uh, first of all, Michael Keaton um, has been... Oh, hello, Felix. Michael Keaton has been confirmed for uh, to be Batman in the Flash movie. Oh, Batman. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy, <laughs> but also very cool um, yeah his publicist confirmed i guess or like that for the company i guess that uh i guess that he's involved with they they confirmed it basically mm-hmm. that's cool so that's really cool and that also just be bonkers. yeah totally and it also I mean, started filming today oh didn't know that yep that's cool 
Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So we got that, and that's, um, I don't know, I feel like it could be related to some other news that we're talking, not directly, but just in the same sense of, like, actors coming back for things for some reason, but that's <laughs> going to be Marvel. <laughs> to keep it vague as possible. Um, but besides that, we also got Vin Diesel is going to make be making a Rock'em Sock'em Robots live-action movie. So that's going to be under Universal. So, you know, same people do Fast Real Steel 2. Yeah, that's well, yeah. basically all it is. Okay, but was was he was he actually in the movie or was he not in that movie? Because I no, he wasn't. Movie, no. Okay. It was Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was Hugh, Hugh <laughs> but it was Jackson. literally fighting um, robots in a ring. Yeah. So I don't I don't really know. It's kind what? of a. It seems. I don't know. It seems unnecessary. In my personal. The plot opinion. sounds exactly the same from from like a little like description they give in that article yeah and, and it's like a father-son team up and and i'm like well that's what real steel was real steel yeah i just I, don't, i'm I don't correct necessary. don't hold me to this this could be a complete lie i'm pretty sure real steel was written as a rock'em sock'em movie and then they decided not to use that name i'd have to Maybe. look that up but uh that sounds like a but it, making that up i don't know why i think that it's basically, like, the same thing, though. Same Either way. Of, I mean, how... I don't know. Rock'em Sock'em. There's not much inspiration there, right? It's just <laughs> no. some guys. It's like, it's like making a movie out of Battleship, which I think Universal yeah. also made. Oh, my gosh. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what Universal's up to. Didn't, weren't they also making, like, a freaking, like, Connect Four movie or something? Mattel. <laughs> Connect Four. Or, no, they were making... Someone's making an Uno movie. That's right. I don't, I don't oh, yeah, remember. yeah, yeah. The Uno, I don't remember yeah. if that's Universal or not. <laughs> Um, okay, but I, just... I lied. I want to put that out on the podcast. Okay. okay. I was like, I don't know why I think that. Uh, it was based off of a Twilight Zone episode about robot oh. prize fighting. Interesting. Which, I wonder if that so... episode was based off uh, inspired by Rock and Sock and Robots. <laughs> Either way. That's a pretty deep still... hole to go into, but it's still... I don't know how many... I don't know. I mean, I... The, the main robot looks like... A Rock'em Sock'em Robot, and most of the other ones do anyway, so it's just like, especially when they had like a, uh, I think about almost 20 years ago, they had a revival for that franchise, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, where you can like, take apart their arms and legs and make your own robot, like that basically, Real Steel looks like those designs, so I'm like, yeah. uh, so I don't get why this Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie needs to be made. I just think Vin Diesel's like, I want to do this thing, and... Oh, money and... he, you know what he should do? He what? Instead, he should do a Street Sharks movie. Street Sharks. <laughs> um, he can yell, Hand Shark! In the notes, uh, and I haven't seen the trailer yet, but Love, Death, and Robots... I got This is all connected, I promise. Uh, Love, Death, and Robots has a season two trailer. I didn't oh, look yeah. at it. Um, I forgot to put that yeah. in there. And it's, it's super rated R for those. Yeah. But what I, oh, right. what I want, and the, I'll bring this full circle... Is that first episode? They have these like alien creatures fighting each other, and mm-hmm. they are controlled by humans. Oh! Um, and it was such a cool concept, and the like reveal at the end was also a really cool concept. I just want that mm. live action, animated, whatever you want to do. <laughs> so much cool. Yeah. I knew but there yeah, was a third piece. Just, okay. It's I didn't watch the trailer, that, so that doesn't need to exist, in my opinion. But yeah, we already have one. We already got one. If you want to watch a Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie, watch Real Steel. Let us know how, how, yeah, how you It's got like Hugh it. Jackman in it. Yeah. yeah and it, it, if this one comes out, I'm just going to call it Fake Steel. 
Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so there's that. Let's move on to Marvel. And so, sort of what I was talking about with Michael Keaton being confirmed as Batman for Flash. In a similar vein, we got Alfred Molina coming back as Doc Ock in Spider-Man 3. Shelly, on a scale of 1 to 10, how frustrated are you that nostalgia has gone from let's just remake everything to let's just get the same actors and throw them in movies It's like, I feel like it could... <laughs> Like, okay, I think we've, we've talked a lot about this next Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot about it. We've talked a lot about how all these other actors from all these other Spider-Man movies are coming to it. Um, and we already have all this context with Marvel building up to a multiverse type scenario. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not totally upset about this when it comes to Marvel and when it comes to Spider-Man 3. It's still... Plain fan service. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no story. There's no, like, it's just like, look, I saw that guy when I was watching those movies as a kid. Like, that's all it is. It is pure nostalgia feed, but at least there maybe could be some, like, reason behind it. Um, and I don't necessarily, I, I don't watch DC movies really at all, right? So I don't really know if that's going to be the same scenario as, as, as in The Flash and if they're trying to do, like, a similar thing, really. It will be. But... Yeah, but I just, we keep seeing this happen, right? With Star Wars, with other like revamps, (laughs) and I am getting pretty sick of it. I'm like, can you just do something original? Can you make cool original stories with cool original actors we've never seen before? Like Um, Love, Death, and the Robots? (laughs) Yeah, actually, that's very original, yes. Yeah, Yeah. I loved that Um, anthology. My hope with Spider-Man is that this Doc Ock isn't from uh, that universe. I hope maybe maybe they just said, hey, Alfred Molina did a really good job. Let's just reuse him. Kind of like they did with J.K. Simmons at the end of Far From Home. I think they confirmed Um, that his story takes place immediately after it ended in Spider-Man 2. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) I'll I'll have to check. Because he dies in Spider-Man 2. Uh, I think. Apparently, um, so immediately after that, something happens. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, that, that makes sense. Um. Oh yeah, I really hope that it's just Doc Ock, but like in this universe, I don't want it to be Spider-Man Two. Mm-hmm. At least I don't want it to be like I don't know. With all these announcements about all these different actors from the like, you know, Sam Raimi movies coming in. Um. I just hope they're not like a huge, super duper big important roles or whatever. Yeah. Like more Easter eggs, I think would be cool. And sort of like revealing like, oh yeah, we we're all connected in some way. But I think it's <sighs> cheating. We had Spider Verse into the Spider Verse, yeah. and they're like, that yeah. worked. Yeah. Let's do that. And see, and honestly, Into the Spider Verse yeah. was so good because because it it had that concept. Yeah. But none of the nostalgia. Yeah. And it was an amazing movie because it didn't need that yeah. nostalgia to be good. It didn't need that. It, it it actually had to put care and thought into its actors and story and characters and yeah. things like that. It literally, like... So, I don't know. That's... Into the Spider-Verse is the perfect movie. Okay? Yeah, we just need to compare true. everything to that. So... 
yeah, I'm pretty annoyed that they're they're gonna keep doing this. But I mean, who knows? We'll see it. We'll see whenever it comes out. Maybe it's really good. Maybe they actually do it in like a good, tasteful way. But it just feels like pure nostalgia farming. Like they're just like, oh well, why don't we? Now that we own all of these things, it's like freaking. It's like Ralph breaks the internet. It's <laughs> yeah. like it's like um, Ready Player One. Yeah. It's now, it's just a, a, one more time, Disney or just that, whatever, yeah. whoever made the movie, that studio showing off how many things they own. And mm-hmm. people like that. That was a cool thing with Wreck It Ralph, was there were a bunch of cameos that like they didn't own, they had to have gotten the licenses for. That That is true. And it was like, whoa, that's that. awesome that you, you know, yeah. put actual work into this. Whereas if you but, already yeah. own it, it just feels kind of. Cheap. It's just annoying because it's just pure like nostalgic capitalism money farming. That's all it is. There's no care or thought put into it. It's yeah. just like, oh, they like these characters. Let's get this character because we own them. Haha. Or we have enough money to like purchase them. Haha. Look at us being monopolizing the industry. And even though everyone's like, ah, oh, heck, capitalism. We hate that thing. They eat this stuff up. Which of course I'm a hypocrite because I do tend to eat this <laughs> stuff up. So I'll watch it. I just. I was wondering yeah. that. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. It's like ever since we heard about these rumors about like Andrew Garfield and Tommy Wire, yeah, I'm like, I'll no, we don't need this. The MCU doesn't need a Spider Verse. Yeah, I just it's I'll just watch again, it, it is but... it's straight up just unoriginal at this point. <laughs> the Spider Verse has already done it perfectly, so you don't need to copy yeah. it. So um you know what's something though that surprisingly looks fresh, original, interesting out of Marvel, out of Disney mm-hmm. Marvel. Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. We yes. finally got a trailer for that. It looks so, so cool. Yeah, it does look I'm, cool. I'm pretty hype. It's super funny because when when uh, my husband Daniel and I, when we were watching it, we you know had just finished watching Cobra Kai. <laughs> we finished that last week. Yeah, we more martial like, arts. Yeah, let's go more martial arts. Like, yeah, super hype. It also um, kind of looks like two different movies. Yeah. Like, I don't so, know if they're flashbacks yeah. we're seeing with, like, the warriors and, like, the giant animal things in the background. That's a good point. I didn't really think too hard about yeah, that. Yeah, because they but... had some very, like, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon style, like, stuff going on in a couple of those scenes, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like, it looks like they're taking some inspirations for that. Like, it looks weird to me because it doesn't look like a Marvel movie, but a lot of the stuff it's doing is so Marvel. Oh, absolutely. You're right. A lot of the effects and stuff, right. I'm just like, oh, this is super Marvel, but a lot of the, like, more, like, the action and, and yeah, I totally... There's, like, weird fantasy stuff going yeah. on, which I'm cool. Like, explain yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be exciting. That's new to the uh, Marvel Universe, but... Also, yeah. Aquafina is just playing that dragon from Rhea again, it feels like. Aquafina plays the same character in every movie. Yeah, she does. I had really I've seen a couple of them now. Thing. It's like, I... I I heard her voice and I'm like, oh, of course she's in this movie because she's Asian. She's getting totally typecast. That's the, I, yeah. It's super annoying to me and I feel like it's disrespectful to her. Unless, I, then again, she's getting paid big money for it, so I'm sure she loves it. I'm I mean, sure hey, she yeah, if she's it. embracing she it, to, then that's cool. She doesn't have to work very hard to pull off the same thing for Disney <laughs> constantly. Yeah, she might really like, I did it. like her. In, I did like her in Crazy Witch Asians, um, but yeah. it was sort of the same story there. She was also kind of like a very... Like, she just plays the same character in all these Yeah, things. she's there for comic relief, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, okay, it'd be cool if we found someone else, but whatever. What, what I liked about Raya is that her her character yeah, was... She was the comic relief, but she was also actually very important. So yeah, I was that's like, fair, oh, that's, that's cool. fair. 
and I haven't seen Raya yet, and um, okay. but I do at least appreciate that even though they they force in a lot of comedy with her, that sounds like even yeah. just like I can gather from the trailers. Like yep. as far as I'm aware, in movies I've seen, she has never been like a quote unquote leading role. Right. That I've seen. She probably has been, but I not that I've seen. She's always been like the the quirky comedic side character. Yeah. You know, that is, you know, potentially That's... helpful to the main character, but like maybe you know, so. Actually, yeah, you're right. She's kind of that way in Crazy Rich Asians as well. No, that's what I mean. That's where that was. Yeah. Uh, that was my first experience with her. I was just yeah. like, oh, this is this is cool. I like her character until I realized that's just what she does all the time. And I this sounds like me. This sounds COVID. like me just like totally dumping hate on Aquafina. I very much respect her. Again, like right. I like she. She's getting tons of money to just do the same thing. It's just a little bit annoying that um, in a lot of these movies, you just like, especially. When it comes to like Marvel and Disney, I just feel like you can almost expect what actors are going to be in there, mm-hmm. you know. So except for Owen Wilson is that one guy. You're right. You're <laughs> that right. That was that was straight out of left field. <laughs> Owen Wilson. That's not what it says on his IMDb page. That one guy. That one guy. I'm... <laughs> yeah, I'm not mad about that one. I'm not mad about that one. That one was crazy. Right. Anyways. <laughs> I just want to see original actors, or not original. Yeah. Sorry, that's a weird way to say it. I just want to see new actors yeah. taking taking on roles like this. But yeah, Disney doesn't want to do that. Yeah, and so. it's like I have no idea who Shang Chi is, but it's like now I kind of want to read a comic before I go see the yep. movie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I feel that too. I think I, I'm pretty hyped for Shang Chi in general. I think it it looks it looks fresh. It looks different than other Marvel movies. Um, yeah, and. It looks good in general, but we'll see. Yeah, definitely. We'll see. Yeah. I think that said this fall. I think that's what it said. Uh, September, I think. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. We'll get into TV stuff. Uh, LJ, I've been watching Invincible. We, we caught up. Yes. So I like it. Um, it's so crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm really appreciating uh, that it, it's obviously a much more mature show. Um, mm mm-hmm. But it's not like overly. It's not the right. boys. Um, if you want the boys, the boys exist. It's a very dark <laughs> and gritty. And yep. um, this is kind of a. I, I think one of the episodes it said that it's actually sixteen, um, right? Like TV sixteen, which I didn't know was a thing. Right. Um, and so it's not like way way over the top dark, but it's still got it's still edgy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm really enjoyed it. I think it's kind of flipped the comic book cartoon genre on its head quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, have fun with it. The episode yeah. with um, Robot Head or whatever his name was. Machine Head. Oh, Machine Head? Yeah. Uh, probably that my favorite episode brutal. so far. That was crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, go ahead. I like how he still gets to balance his school life and superhero life. I feel like that's such a like quintessential part of like superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like that's almost, like, a comfort zone there. It's like, okay, we're still doing normal stuff here. Right. Instead of just instead of just all the craziness that that, that this show has. Yeah. Yeah. I am a little annoyed with, like, the romance stuff going on. Just because yeah. I feel like I've seen that in Spider-Man already. That's true. Yeah. Um, the school, as far as I haven't felt that way about the school stuff. Um, it's just like... Oh, I don't have time for my girlfriend because I'm too busy doing stuff. Like, <laughs> all right, it's Batman yeah. Beyond. It's Spider Man. Mm-hmm. We've seen this before. Yeah. 
I really like Eve's character because I feel like they're uh, they have her going on her own path too. Yeah, uh, I think things are gonna get really interesting. Which is interesting because because you at first you're like, oh, she's just going to be like the superhero romance option, and it's mm-hmm. like no, it seems like she has her own thing going on. Right really now, which is cool. Yeah, I'm very mm-hmm. curious how that's all gonna go down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would I would recommend Invincible. Um, there's ever I watch a lot of shows on here and I'm like I don't know if I can recommend that to everybody uh, and it is gruesome like I said <laughs> um, you have to be kind of into the grittier stuff but if you're looking for something that's not like an oh my gosh what are you walk, watching every ten minutes uh, scared yeah. that someone might walk in uh, Invincible is <laughs> a great choice yeah um, I would say if you're you're playing most video games these days Invincible is okay to watch right yeah good way to put it I think. Uh, and then yeah. the other show that I've only watched another episode, so I kind of feel I was hoping to get a few more in before coming back to it on the podcast. But Chosen, um, oh, yeah. which is a story about the Gospels, uh, is so well written. It's so funny, and when I tell people that it's hilarious, uh, they go, "Oh, is it like super blasphemous?" And I'm like, "No, it's just like legitimately <laughs> well done." <laughs> um. So I'm really, really excited to watch more of it. Uh, I'm only two episodes mm-hmm. in. I need to start. I still have the app, so we can... Daniel and I will almost definitely watch more. Yeah, and you can watch it free. Uh, it was a little hard to navigate for me. Uh, I was trying to figure out... Like, I, was, I got to VidAngel, because I knew it was on VidAngel. Mm-hmm. On my computer. Uh, and you can download it on most, like, Rokus and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But on my computer, it wanted me to make an account and then subscribe to VidAngel. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is free. Uh, and so if you go to thechosen.tv, it'll actually take you to um, the episode list. And you can watch it free on VidAngel um, without subscribing if you don't want to subscribe to all the other stuff that they got going on. Um, I would say, you know, if you're going to do that, try to support them in some way. They do Kickstarters for their seasons and stuff. Yeah, um, that's true. Make sure you're supporting the show if you like it because it's worth it. I Probably the most well done... Uh, Bible show I've seen in a long time. Takes liberties, obviously. Um, cool. You know, there's not a bunch of comedy in the Bible, uh, the actual Bible. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you want kind of just this fiction written around, uh, kind of give you an idea, uh, a context of what's going on, it does it really well. And it explains a lot of stuff that, you know, I don't really know about the culture. Um, you know, they're talking about all the different traditions and. Um, you know what they mean and what what happens hmm. that's cool uh but yeah. yeah what what tv shows have you been watching lj i see shelly got falcon winter soldier on here we can kind of mention that i guess that's it. yeah so it, i'm watching so technically i'm watching like five different shows right now um because <laughs> three of them three of them are weekly shows that i can't really talk about um which is falcon invincible and mighty ducks mm-hmm. but um uh, so I started the Sarah Connor one last week, which is a new one. And then I started uh, a, an, an even newer one called Warrior. And this is also a martial arts thing. Um, okay. And so actually I saw this because there was news that broke out last week that uh, so Cinemax ended their original content production. And this show got picked up by HBO. So now it's on HBO Max. Oh. And the new season, season three, is going to be on HBO Max. And uh, this is actually based on an original script or work that was written by Bruce Lee that he never got to make. 
because cool. I mean it's uh, sad, Warner but... Brothers took took uh, took that script and made Kung Fu, which is also what that new CW show is based off of. Um, so in a roundabout way, uh, they got, uh, HBO has this show called warrior, which is also executive produced by Bruce Lee's daughter, Shannon, which is cool. So it's like a show that she's like supporting directly. And it's a story about this, this, uh, guy who comes off the boat from, from China into Chinatown in the 1800s. So it's Western. This is what got me on the Western kick. Um, oddly enough. And, uh, so it's him looking for his sister and he knows, obviously he's a good martial artist, but there's this whole political story backdrop within like the police and how they're managing Chinatown. And then there's these two Tong gangs, they call them Tongs, uh, that are at war in Chinatown as well. So there's all this political drama. Um, but then you have this martial artist guy who's actually taken some of his style from Bruce Lee, but he didn't like want to like be exact like Bruce Lee, um, martial arts style. Uh, it's, it's really good. I like it. Um, the only thing is, so it's, it's one of those caveat situations where there is a lot of nudity and a lot of sexual stuff because it's, it's a cable show. So it's like, usually when that, those get made, they're like, Oh, let's have as much of this stuff as we can in each episode. And it is in every episode. That's like, um, yeah, so that kind of, that does kind of suck. So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, whereas I could recommend something like Invincible more, I can't really recommend this show as much because like mm-hmm. the action scenes are cool and the fight scenes are cool. But the fact that there's like nudity and sex, sex like sex stuff in every episode sucks. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it, it is cool though. I, like, I'm glad that it got picked up <clears throat> because I feel like the fact that Bruce Lee's own family is supporting this, um, like, tells me that it's like worth it. So, um, yeah, cool. it's it's pretty good. Sounds cool. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I only watched an episode of, but I feel like I had to mention it because it's straight up Cody's Alley. Yeah, I'm looking uh, for English dub literally right now. Like, <laughs> while there's no, on. there's no, there's no dub. Um, at all amazon has picked no amazon has picked up shows but they don't actually get the work done for for like right. dubbing. like they um but so i say it's up your alley because it's totally viking themed yeah and uh they explain what vinland is in the first episode mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's really cool the animation is super cool but it's it's straight up viking themed and it's so weird to see that but in anime form um, because we get things like Assassin's Creed and Vikings, that's all like, it's just so weird to see an anime based on. Based yeah, on definitely. Um, Their hair does look very Viking. <laughs> right, right. It's uh, still very uh, anime. Yeah, thing. but it, yeah, it still is. But uh, I'm like, wow, like I'm gonna watch more of this uh, at some point. But uh, I, f- I had to mention it. Uh, it seems pretty good. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's and what I've been then... watching. Deku Winter Soldier. Uh, <laughs> One more episode. Yeah. One more. I literally think that's it. <laughs> yeah. It's still good. I still really like it. That's yeah. Awesome. Good talk. Big fan. I think I think that one we could do a spoiler cast for because it won't be as far out. So. Yeah. 
And then we totally had an event during the last episode of WandaVision, so it's like... Yeah, uh, that's true. By the time we came back, it wasn't really worth doing a spoiler cast episode for. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll to see, because I want to talk about Mortal Kombat next week, so we'll figure this out. Oh, well, it won't be next week, but... I mean, it doesn't have to be. But... Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, so it would be Monday. It should be out Friday, right? Oh, the yeah, last yeah, episode. yeah, you're right. Oh, I'm so excited. We'll, fi- we'll figure it out. Yeah. Maybe we can just, like, totally just let it let it loose next week for tv then yeah <laughs> there we go we'll just maybe we can it doesn't, just put a it doesn't have to it. be a whole episode yeah but, skip uh, we'll put like little time stamps or something yeah we'll figure it out okay we'll get into the news um the thing that i'm most excited for gabriel luna has been cast as joel's brother tommy in the last of us um mm-hmm. anyone who's played the game uh that's eh, kind of spoiler uh i won't say anything well <laughs> Tommy is an important okay. character in the games. Yeah. Um, but uh, Gabriel Luna, he was in Agents of Shield. He was the Ghost Rider, and he yep. was like a really good Ghost Rider. Um, so I'm really excited. I maybe just need to watch that season of Agents of Shield. Yeah, that that's probably my favorite season. Uh, <laughs> I did try. I don't know if I brought that up on the podcast. I tried watching Agents of Shield. Like I only have like two more seasons left, uh, and. Oof, I just I couldn't do it. Uh, so I don't know if Ghost Rider still holds up or if I would have those opinions now going back. Um, I may mm-hmm. have like had some rose tinted glasses, um, but I really really enjoyed his Ghost Rider specifically. Um, so excited to see him in a bigger budget thing and see his like acting yeah. kind of really be unleashed. I think that I I'm trying to I think he was in Terminator Salvation. I think he played the like. Evil Terminator. Oh, no, yeah, he totally did. Yeah, you're right. And uh, oh. he, I don't, he didn't really get to do much in that. Okay. Like, I mean, like, he did action stuff, but it's not like he actually, like, obviously he's playing a robot. So yeah, you didn't see his acting He's got to be robotic. Yeah, so, like, now I can see him act. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to in a show like this, I feel like. Right. So, I'm excited. Um, and then another thing that I, I'm a little behind on Castlevania. I've literally only seen the first season, and I don't really mm-hmm. remember it. I'd have to rewatch it. Um, but season four is supposedly the last season, uh, that's going to come yep. out for the show. And I, I wish I knew more information. I could tell you whether or not that seems like it's going to be rushed or not. I really don't know. Um, you know, are they tying up loose ends or is it, is it time for that show to, to happen? Uh, but LJ, you mentioned that there might be some spinoffs going on. Yeah. I, uh, I believe part of the information, uh, of, of, of this last season is that, uh, I think it's possible that they can do some, some spinoffs cool. of like certain characters, but also having watched the show or at least two seasons, I hear there's some pretty dark stuff in season three and this whole show is an adult themed, So it's like, yes. uh, watch at your own risk. Um, but the it's way nice. this show is built, I feel like season four will definitely be a, a good ending point, just from what I've seen so far. Okay. Uh, I, I have watched season three, but... Uh, it gives them enough time so to finish the story. See, season three came out March of 2020. I'm like, nobody cared in March of 2020, probably. Yeah. We were watching <laughs> Tiger King. I don't remember. Like I was like, I didn't even realize season three came out at that time. <laughs> we were all worried about Carol Baskin, not vampires. Yeah, <laughs> um, we, all, we all wanted to know if oh she killed gosh. her husband. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The animation style is super choppy, and I know a lot of people love this show. Um, 
The, it's very retro. Right. Like animation. And the art, yeah, the art style, it feels very 80s. Um, and so I just, I don't have that nostalgia for me to, like, to love that. Um, especially with that first season being so choppy. I believe the second season gets a little smoother. It just keeps the art style, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it felt very low budget to me when I watched that first season, which was only like four episodes, right? It wasn't very long. The first season was very short. Yeah, it was like especially. three or four episodes, but yeah, um, something I might watch at some point. Uh, I just know that a lot of people are passionate about this show, so yeah. There's your info, and then like I said, uh, Love, Death, and Robots season two has got a trailer, but I haven't seen it yet. I'm gonna probably do that after this podcast. Go check that trailer out. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. I felt like there was a news piece I was missing somewhere. Like mm-hmm. I was like, "There's another big TV thing," and that was it. Uh, again, another very mature show. At times, sometimes it was really cute. Um, it's an anthology. Oh. It's just a bunch of animators given big budgets to do whatever kind of they wanted, and uh, mm-hmm. some really fun stuff in that show. But it's also very dark things as well. Yeah. Um, there's left. There's death, and there's robots. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, really? I had no idea. Yeah. Who would have thought? Uh, <laughs> but uh, are you guys geeking out about anything else this week? No. Uh, nope. Cool. Well, we will end the podcast there then. LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me everywhere on the internet at LJ and streaming on Fridays, except for this week, at uh, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. You can find me Tuesday nights streaming Amori at twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. That's Amori. That's uh, Amori. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. It's on.